What's up, Cal family? It's your boy, Rod Benson. I'm back. We're going audio. I can't do video every time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I'm not sorry because I'm watching Cal close out an 81 to 66 win over Arizona State. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, but let's go back first a little, <laughs> to, to Thursday. Um, you know, I wrote an article, I wrote a blog. Uh, just detailing how it was nice to not know if we were going to win or lose against Arizona. Now, we lost. It was brutal. Uh, <laughs> it kind of felt like the old times we used to, like when I used to play there, where we'd be a tournament team, but something about playing in that building. It really is cold in there, bro. It's like, it's like a very unique arena to play in where they have this really good combination of like an extraordinarily cold and boring arena until the moment it's filled up with all these white people. Then it's like, then it's like, where'd all this energy come from? <laughs> and then Arizona hits you. We got hit. I mean, I think in general, uh, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about a big loss, but in general, I think kind of our weak spot, now that we're starting to see what kind of team this really is, uh, man, if that other team has a big athletic big man, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat anywhere in basketball if the team has a big athletic big man. But uh, especially in college where big men haven't been phased out of the game like the NBA. Man, that dude, Balo. Uh, this is going to sound funny, but I say this all the time. I said it while I was watching the game to a homie. Africans, dog, they are strong. Like, I don't, like, I, I look at my own, like, body sometimes, like, dang, like, whatever bit of melanin I'm missing, those dudes, when they, <laughs> those full-blooded, man, I played against Africans, like, 40 pounds lighter than me, and I'm like, how do you bench press 500 pounds? <laughs> now, obviously, I'm joking a little bit, but Balo flexing after every play. I'm like, we get it, bro. You're pure blood. <laughs> Leave AMAC alone. Uh, but let's jump to the to the game that I just finished watching. In fact, it is still on. I'm watching the post game with uh, uh, Mule back and uh, Jordan Kent, which is interesting because Jordan Kent and I played against each other. I have a picture of myself dunking on Jordan Kent. Ernie Kent recruited me uh, pretty hard. I went up there. Uh, it's also funny watching Jordan Kent just like use football terminology during a basketball game. Oh, Cone really got into the backfield there. I'm like, did you mean the, the backcourt? <laughs> the backfield. Um, I'm taking the time to highlight the announcers once again because, you know, this is my first season watching every game. Are y'all used to this where the announcers just, like, comment cow like we're a bunch of punk-ass bitches? Like, bro, mule back, get it together, dog. I'm going to say a couple things here. Let's say a couple things here. I was supposed to work for the Pac-12 network as a color guy. Uh, my first game was supposed to be like February, dang, almost three years ago to the day. Uh, or like February 5th, like 2021, ASU at Utah. I was supposed to start that day. The game got canceled because ASU came down with COVID. And then the Pac-12 literally never called me back, never answered any of my emails, nothing. 
So when I see this, I'm like, bruh, I, like, this is why, this is how the Pac-12 dies. And I'm not, I'm not going to make this so much about Muleback, just in general. Like, I get the emails, still from the Pac-12, that say the game notes. Now, I don't really look at them because I'm not doing a broadcast. I don't need to know all the game notes right away. But I'm saying this to you guys because all you have to do is look at the game notes to know how good Cal has been playing recently. For this dude to sit up here taking a job I could do way better, <laughs> way better, uh, sit up here and be like, wow, who is this Cal team? Like, what are they? I've never seen them play like this. Like, these guys? Holy moly, bro. Just read the goddamn notes. Like, it's not that hard. Man alive. I get like four emails from the Pac-12 every week telling me everything that happened, and you're going to sit here and talk nonsense. Cal's defense, like, have you seen our last few games? Our defense has been good. Cal's liable to, to do anything. No, they're not. We always start out games emotionally, either for good, better or worse. <laughs> I get it. Hey, there's 12 teams in the pack. 12. <laughs> uh, you know, these guys don't, they have other things going on in their lives. I get it. But I'll say this. It's the first time I watched a full ASU game this year. And I would just never make those broad sweeping statements. And here's where I'm really going to stand on business. Because I don't have to. This is where I got to come for Casey Jacobson again, I got to come for Emil Buck, and anybody who lazily does our games. It's only lazy if you don't really know basketball and you, you got to fill up two hours with BS. Well, usually Cal's not this good. Like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. It, it doesn't take, like, remember those old Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercials where they'd be like, uh, uh, Mr. Robinson is an opt optometrist. And he's like, I sure am. I can see everything. <laughs> but can he see what makes Cinnamon Toast Crunch so delicious? Uh, it's got perfect vision? No, silly. It's because it's got cinnamon sugar swirls in every bite. I used to like those commercials because it's like, this guy's clearly an expert, but he can't see what, like, the dumbest little thing. That it's cinnamon sugar, you idiot. <laughs> Whoever keeps doing our games... Keeps, like, not seeing the cinnamon sugar of it all. Because we got a lot of it. I'm going to keep referencing when we lost, like, that fourth or fifth game in a row and I got on here, and it was bad. But I was like, I don't think this team is a bad team. I never once said we're a bad team or that we're bad or beyond reproach because I know basketball. I don't have to sit here and make up BS for an hour. Now, again, I'm not saying Matt Muehlbach doesn't know anything about basketball. I also am not going to criticize him as a man. I am just talking about in this game, if you're a Cal fan, you're getting nothing watching these announcers. If anything, you're getting confused. Like, ah, that doesn't feel like us. <laughs> I would also say giving incomprehensive stats selectively. Cal is 100th in the nation in three-point shooting, like, all right, yeah, if you take the whole season, bro, we have been a patchwork team that in the last three weeks has, been, has had excellent statistics across the board, which they did note at a certain point when they were talking about uh, uh, our turnovers. <laughs> Cal, has, since J January 10th, 
He's only had 30 turnovers. They have nine so far. Why do we dig up these dope-ass stats when it's time to make Cal look bad? I mean, these dudes will really go into the barrel to find since January 10th, Cal has been the top team in the country in assists uh, in, in turnovers. But today, my word, they've got nine already. And if you're going to say that, add some analysis to it. But they're still up 10. If they get closer to their, the, the numbers they've had recently, this will turn into a blowout. <gasps> oh, dang, he didn't say that, did he? And it did turn into a blowout, didn't he? Because to me, that's just not good. Like, his name is David Coffett. He runs the Pac-12. David, I hope this is no shade towards you. You played yourself. You should have hired me because I would have done a way better job. Maybe the Pac-12 wouldn't be folding if you hired people who were good at the job and not just people who ask for it. Point blank, period. To look at the actual game, oh, this is uh, cool. It looks like there's another game on right away. Was this women's basketball? I don't know. doesn't matter. I'm getting sidetracked. Oh, it's gymnastics. Dope. I just got to hype Cal. Cal Gymnastics is on Pac-12 right now. You're probably going to have to watch a replay if you're listening to this. I'm getting off track. I just get so upset. I get so upset watching our, our guys get talked about in such weird ways. Like what they're doing now cannot possibly be valid. At Utah Valley, I don't care about Utah Valley. What's happening right now? Tell me why I'm seeing this team that you're telling me is bad win this game. I don't even have to analyze the ASU game that much. I can tell you why we won it. We're better than them. Like a lot, like across the board. I actually didn't think one of their players, to a man, was better than any of our players, to a man. Now, that, that, that would be bad and lazy to say on TV also. But, man, you could talk about the winning team like they're winning. One thing I keep highlighting, and I, I think I'm going to go up to uh, the UCLA game next week. So if you see me there, say hi. Uh, but one thing I keep highlighting, and I'll make sure to say in person when I'm there, is that this dude, AMAC, is running the floor so hard. I keep yelling at the screen like, ah, I hit him. Like at the Arizona game, there was a lot of this. Now, I understand that not hitting him has saved us some turnovers. You know, there's all sorts of reasons why they are not hitting him. And frankly, not hitting him sometimes is leading us to some of these open threes. He's busting so hard down that the other team is having to scramble, switch defenders and whatnot, and it's leaving us with open threes off of the first pass or off of two passes. I can tell you this, Arizona State didn't have a big man running that fast. I can tell you this, in the first half, I, I think it was the first half, they showed a graphic that we had, we were winning the rebounding battle 21 to 10 or something like that. Could highlight that a little more, other than our nine turnovers out of, after 30 all month. Mm, 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 mm. I get it, Jalen Cohn does country music and I actually think that's baller. But can you tell me why you think he's able to score? Not just that he's scoring. Because when I see Jalen Cohn, who went off today, our whole team did in my opinion, I'm seeing a dude who controls pace with the ball better than anybody else on the floor, who has timed the release of his jump shot to the point where someone else can't contest it really without fouling. 
I'll give uh, Mulebach credit. You know, Tyson uh, had a baseline drive in the second half where it looked like he was going to go up with two hands and dunk it and instead switched and made the left-hand layup. Mulebach said, that, that, that's great body control, and I agree. And he took the time to break down what you were seeing, even though it just seemed like a simple layup. I love that. I love that. Now, what I see on that layup is, if you're paying attention to what Casey Jacobson said last week, Tyson goes right 73% of the time. So what does it look like when he sweeps left baseline from the three-point line, goes up with two, switches to the left hand just because it's the smarter play with no defender in the way? Well, that's a time to highlight, I don't know why he doesn't go left more, because if he can do that, he can do anything. God, that's the analysis I want someone to, to give to a Cal game, please. You guys got to be tired of this. If I'm tired of it, right? While we're on Tyson, this is outside of the commentary on the screen. That dude's a pro. That dude's a pro, pro, P-R-O, pro. Capital P-R-O. Now, I don't know what his future is going to look like in terms of he could get a bad deal, weird agent, anything could happen, he could get injured, I, I knock on wood, I hope none of that. From what I see... I don't know what else you really want from him offensively. Now, on the defensive side, he's gotten a lot better. Our whole team has. But, you know, hopefully he can get coached into that a bit. But, man, alive. I was even thinking a little bit like, okay, he goes right a little hard. Nah, man, he goes right until someone stops him from going right. Like, Dwayne Wade went right 99% of the time. So what? So what? I don't think I've ever seen Allen Iverson make a left-hand layup. So what? Jalen Tyson actually can. He just chooses not to. Whew. Going back to that team defense thing, I'm reminded now the first time I was like, I actually got angry at the screen at the announcing uh, Mulebach because he was saying he didn't understand how we were playing such good defense. And then he goes, well, if you look at Cal, they're picking up really far up the floor. Like, I don't know when they started doing that. If you watch the video breakdown I just posted, or if the student watched the Stanford game where Newell got a defensive foul when the Stanford player swung an elbow through and they called it the cylinder. All right, whatever you want to call it. Or the Washington, Washington game, which I did a video breakdown, but maybe it went up too late, so I don't know if it's ever going to go up. But there is a play where I want to say Celestine is so far into his man's ass, like 40 feet from the basket, that I had to, I had to highlight that, like, this is good defense. We are being coached up into good defense. I've been thinking lately, Madsen might not even be a great transfer portal coach when he gets some 17 year old 18 year olds in and he can build a program man alive because I'm watching guys get coached up and Mulebox just like I don't know when this happened when did these little cow guys get some DD defense in their little little lives uh. bro we've been on it <laughs> we've been on it our guys pick up they kind of play without fouling 
Man, I, I, if I had the video, I'd pause. There's one play going back where all four, all four guys out of five were back like set. This is in transition, bro. And whoever wasn't back was on the ball, harassing it. And everybody was pointing, talking. I've watched a lot of college basketball this year. There's not a ton of teams doing that. I hope whoever calls our next game, just like watch. Just like watch the game before, watch something. Do some homework. Or have the IQ, the basketball IQ, to assess in real time what is happening. Don't just be confused by it. Where does that leave, Cal? I think we're, we're one game. Are we 500 yet? I don't know. In the Pac-12. I think we're going to finish. You know, to date, I keep saying McLean has the best commentary. And before uh, the Arizona game at home, which I think is the one he did last, one of the last ones, he did an interview where he said, I think Cal's going to finish in the top half of the, of the league. And I agreed. And you're seeing it play out. We are just flat out better than a lot of the teams we're playing, talent-wise. And as that talent and the coaching comes together more and more, you're just going to see more of this. Announcers confused because they don't pay attention. The other team's thinking they're walking to some sort of cakewalk. I mean, maybe not after today. I don't know, man. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. All right. Shameless plug at the end. If you haven't listened to, downloaded, whatever, different dude, my book, go do it. It's better than this. <laughs> it's better than just listening to me say this. Uh, and it's free on Spotify. If you, if you pay for Spotify, it's free. Uh, if you like a hard copy, they're out there. Uh, and I, I will be at the UCLA game next week. Uh, like I said, so say hi to a brother. I am not important. I'm certainly not more important than you. I have all the time in the world. Come say hi. Until then, uh, yeah, peace. Also, yeah, I added music. You're at, you, gave, you gave me like another five minutes of work because you wanted music. Uh, so you're getting music in the front and the end of this. Peace. Peace.